wonderful president. He's gonna do it. How are you guys? I'm so glad to see you. I'm Melissa Red Pill of the World with the Freedom Force Battalion. Our wonderful president. Don't doubt it. Don't ever doubt it. He is, uh, no one can trump Trump. It's just the fact. <laughs> I'm glad to see you. This is my site. If you guys are new, freedomforce.live. I have over 800 videos there about how this is biblical. There's nothing can stop what is coming because this is, this is God's plan. And uh, I'm going to show you at the end. Someone asked me a question and <laughs> I'm going to tell you all the answer. They were asking, how do I know this is happening now? And those of you who've been here for a long time, you guys know, but you probably don't mind me telling the new ones again. For those who are new to our channel, welcome. And uh, we You'll be so happy that you found out how this is biblical, not in a scary, scary way, but in a wonderful uh, promise way that God has promised to set us free from these creeps. And that's the end times for them. All right, so let's get started. Um, this is what Tim Poole said, and I agree with Mr. Poole. We have so many wonderful people who are just shouting out the truth. So keep going. I know those, and most of that is you guys too. Everybody is shouting out the truth. We are truth tellers. Check out what Tim Poole said. You know, we'll get a second ter a Trump term. He's going to be like, don't need that guy anymore. You're pardoned. Mm -hmm. I, I, I really do feel like if Trump gets reelected, you're going to have all your dreams come true. Now, I, I, and, I, and I do mean it. What, what, what I should clarify with like, okay, not literally 100% of everything. All the political dreams. But I think Trump's going to be like pardoned. He, I think he's going to pardon Assange. I think he's going to pardon Snowden. Mm -hmm. I think he'd pardon Ross Ulbricht. I think he's going to end a bunch of wars. He's going to be like, this is it. Mm -hmm. He went easy on his first turn because he wanted to get reelected and do a, this is what they always do. They try to do a little bit for four years and then a lot in their last term. If Trump gets reelected, he's going to be like, I'm pressing the reset button. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe and pressing, pressing the go button. So yeah, it, it really is. This is, uh, we see there's so much happening during this term because it had to happen while he was out of office. All of this all the world is over it. They're over uh, being under the thumb of the ruling class, and they're they're done. They're done with that. So yeah, it's very uh, you know the world has to be set free for us to enter into the millennial kingdom. It just can't be about you know America. All right. So um, yeah, don't forget freedomforce.live, and there you will see tons of videos. Just whatever you want to search about end times, uh, it's all right here in the categories. Plus lots of other goodies biblical astronomy, President Trump's uh, lineage, um, just so many things that we've been researching for for years and just uh, have them all here because <laughs> we were kicked off of YouTube. We're like, we're not putting all of our stuff on YouTube anymore. We had we had, uh, had those um, on a hard drive and we just uploaded them to the website. This is uh, where Clayton is talking with uh, with Tucker, and he's also talking about how we have so many amazing patriots all over the world who are, maybe in the past we would have all these disagreements, but now we're coming together like the Naomi Wolf. She was, we were we would not have agreed with her just a few years ago, and now she's had a, an, an awakening. Um, uh, Schellenberg and, and Taibbi hated uh, Tucker, so check this out. What troubles you the most about this erosion of free speech, something you cover extensively on your show? Well, it's the linchpin of freedom, of course. If you can't say what you think, then you're a slave. I mean, it's just kind of that simple. So if you're going to have a free country, the first thing you need to do and the first thing the framers did do was protect in writing the right to say what you believe is true. And that's the first thing they go for because words are the most powerful thing. I should say, I want to revise what I said a second ago and bless you for bringing them up. I was, you know, groaning about journalism. I've been in it for 32 years. It's all I've ever done. And it's so distressing to me to see it collapse. But guys like Schellenberger and Taibbi, I would even say Russell Brand, who just was at my house this week for dinner, wonderful man. You know, the gap is being filled, not enough, but to a remarkable degree by people rising to the occasion, becoming something they weren't before. In other words, I believe in balance as a spiritual matter is almost a matter of physics. I think it is a physical principle balance. And so as things get shittier and people become worse and they tell more lies, there, there is balance in the universe where a certain percentage of people decide, well, I'm not lying anymore and I don't care. Naomi Wolf is another one of them who, if you said to me five years ago, would you be, you know, texting feverishly in agreement with Naomi Wolf at three in the morning? What? No, right. you know, or, or Taibbi for that matter, who I, I really respect as a man and a journalist and as a, and as a good guy too. Elon Musk, while right. not perfect, has done a lot. 
Elon Musk, really, the electric car dude? Like, I never would have thought that. So there are these incredible miracles. They are miracles, from my perspective, happening, where these people, as everyone else, these people like Bill Crystal have just, like, descended into the pit of filth. And it's so distressing as someone who once knew him. And I can say this to many people in journalism, the entire staff of National Reviewer, people I knew who've really become so diminished and are serving evil, in my opinion, that is counterbalanced by this explosion of your show. I mean, every time someone's like, Clayton Morris, I'm like, I just, I, I love it. It's so, no, I mean it. It's not false praise at all. It's totally sincere. Thank you. It's just incredible how great, as most people have gotten worse, some people have just gotten great. I mean, Matt Taibbi and Glenn Greenwald, among everyone in journalism, probably spent more time attacking me personally by name in the 1990s and early 2000s than everybody else put together. I mean, they really hated me, and I really hated them. And now I have both those guys on my show. I don't interrupt. I don't say a word. I'm so honored to have them. I admire them. I'm not ashamed to say that. Like, that's incredible. I want you to know that this is the Great Awakening, that we are all coming together, and that we are setting aside these differences and how they had divided us and we're all realizing that we all have to fight together for humanity and that 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 so many of these things that were that that they had used to divide us are they we were just now we have all seen through it as a as a ploy to destroy humanity and so it's happening on so many levels is it happening in every level i wish it were but it is not and i'm going to show you uh uh actually uh bobby kennedy jr posted something also and go and do, definitely join all of our social media go right here our freedomforce.live and i just find so many wonderful things and i i share so much because i just don't want you guys to miss it and i know you know it's hard when when you're working a, a, a nine to five job it's hard to be able to keep up so i try to put on there only what i I think is you know the the most important things for you to see um so i try to you know vet it first and make sure it's something that it will be helpful and and useful and not time consuming anyway so there's all the social media right there so definitely check but he was talking about you know how this just beautiful bright days ahead and we will all come back together again and that's kind of what what uh, tucker is saying right there um but yeah president trump <laughs> has given joe a new name. He took it away from Hillary. She's no longer Crooked Hillary. It's now Crooked Joe. And so here he's talking about it. And he's talking about how he feels young. You know, you think that's a long time ago. You feel young. I still feel very young. And I watch uh, other people. By the way, when they talk about Biden being old, he's not old. I have friends that are 85, 90, 93. You look at Bernie Marcus, he's 100%. He's 94, mm -hmm. 95. Sharp as ever. Uh, Biden's not old. That's not his problem. He's got other problems, but he doesn't have old problem. But yeah, I think they like to say that for other reasons. You know, like to say he's old. got a big problem now because you've given him a nickname. Well, I've yesterday changed. Was a, yesterday I was changed. a big day. I changed. I decided that uh, I've decided that Hillary's cooked. Uh, we can't do too much better. You know, I always felt... Interesting choice of words. Oh, mercy. I'm not going to get into all that. But yeah, so that that's great. I love our president. And so, yeah, I love this. Uh, someone uh, had posted this. Uh, maybe this is on Carly's, uh, Carly Bonet. Yeah, it's a KB, Carly Bonet. We're on a mission from God. I love that. <laughs> Trump and Bannon. Uh uh, you know, and you know, they made it out like, oh, you know, he's leaving, and he's a, you know, no good. And he went over to Europe and started an awakening over there. You wouldn't believe. And then came back over here and has started the war room. It's just an amazing. It's it's so fun. It's just so fun to watch. We are on a mission from God. That's right. <laughs> Love that. All right. So I want you to see this about Bobby Kennedy Jr. Um, he amazing. Um, you know, his father had, was running for the Democrat nomination and was assassinated when he won California. And so it's amazing. This, this family is so courageous, and Bobby Kennedy Jr. is courageous to, to run. And he exposes all of this information, you know, right and left. So amazing. I want you to see this. Yeah, great job. Go ahead. I think we should tell people, like, what he's about. Where are all yours? I think he gave a terrific. Uh, sorry. speech okay. and just to give you some background for the younger viewers who may not know so robert f kennedy his father ran for the democratic nomination in 1968 after his brother john f kennedy had been president was assassinated as we know in the early 1960s what happened is at this time 
before the 1968 election, Lyndon B. Johnson was the incumbent Democratic president. And everyone thought that he'd be the party's nominee and he was going to get reelected. And he was brought down by an extremely unpopular war, the Vietnam War. And it was RFK Jr.'s father, who was a great critic of the Vietnam War, and he ran for the Democratic nomination. And I think that he very likely would have gotten it on the night that he won the California primary, he was assassinated. By Sirhan Sirhan, right? Yeah. If you go back and look at the things that he was saying in that campaign, he really was saying a lot of beautiful things that are in his son's ad that I think would be worth playing here. But I, I think you have maybe the setup for a similar situation here. You've got an incumbent Democratic president who is sort of not that popular. He's sort of old and out of it and incoherent. He's presiding over a war that is rapidly becoming a debacle. You don't hear so much about the spring counteroffensive anymore. These new Pentagon papers that were leaked show that the Ukrainian casualties are at least five times greater than they've been publicly admitting. It looks like Russia is certainly not losing the war the way they used to be. They've captured 90% of Bakhmut, which has been the most violent bloody battle of the war. Okay, just real quick. Okay, so he's he's comparing the what was happening with his father going against uh, Lyndon B. Johnson, who was involved in this horrible Vietnam War, and then they had been shown to have been lying to the people about what was happening in Vietnam. Okay, and it's not it's it, it's the same thing happening here with Biden in the in the Ukraine War. So it's it's he, the, the the similarities are uncanny. But this is how they do. This is not. It's they, they do this over and over and over again because they use wars to make their money and and it's it's all a pack of lies. Or and Biden at this point has no strategy to bring that to an end. In fact, he's rejected multiple attempts uh, at a peace deal, and so now it looks like it's the Chinese who are in the driver's seat, potentially putting together some sort of diplomatic settlement. So I think, listen, if the economy ends up going into recession and this war ends up becoming the fiasco that it's increasingly looking like, you could have a setup like 1968, where people are wondering, why the hell is this guy our nominee? And let me tell you, RFK Jr. is already pulling at 19%, which I think is pretty good, considering he just came out of the gate and people don't even know the substance of his campaign yet. Marianne Williamson's at 9%. So if she dropped out, you'd be at 28% for the alternative. And I think he could go up from here. And I think if you if you watch the speech he gave, I thought there was a lot of really beautiful sentiments in there. It's very good. He said that Biden has made Ukraine a pawn in a geopolitical battle that has put the flower of Ukraine's youth into an abattoir of death in order to exhaust Russia. He channeled America's anti-war traditions. He quoted John Quincy Adams that America should not go abroad in search of monsters to destroy. He quoted Martin Luther King Jr. There is a direct link between poverty and violence and oppression at home and war abroad. He talked about the role of the CIA during his uncle's administration, where he said that John F. Kennedy eventually realized that the purpose the CIA had become to create a steady pipeline of wars to feed the military-industrial complex. And he talks about how JFK came to distrust the CIA and realized that it was lying to him and the biggest applause line of his speech was when he quoted JFK approvingly saying that he wanted to take the CIA and shatter it into a thousand pieces and scatter it to the winds. And this very same week that he gave the speech, we found out that five former CIA directors had participated in a giant hoax on the American people by claiming that this Hunter Biden story. So he's connect- now he's bringing out about the CIA, which how many times have we talked about? We want to shatter them to, into a thousand pieces. I mean, this is exactly what's been part of the board. And so I'm going to connect this to what President Trump is doing. Don't think, oh, no, he's running against Trump. It's not about that. And and he, they are working together. I'm going to show you a really cool video so that you'll know for sure that they are. So it's about this CIA. And I'm going to also show you Cash Patel's video where he's talking about the CIA and all their dirty tricks that they've done. But they had this 51 of them joined together to interfere in, in the uh, election, saying that you know, Trump's Russia, whatever. All this is just a pack, continual pack of lies so that they can control who gets into 
uh, on the presidency. And this, if imagine this, if 50 whatever years ago, um, uh, almost 60 now, that John F. Kennedy distrusted the CIA and they were the ones responsible for his death, as well as Bobby Kennedy Sr.'s death, by the way, was not Sirhan Sirhan. If that was all that, those years ago, how much more are they now? And uh, they, they will lie, they will, they will foment wars, all this blast them into a thousand pieces. So I really appreciate this is a uh, I think his name is John Sachs. So I, I posted that whole video. You can go and see it on my uh, on my channel on my um, Freedom Force live on my uh, Freedom Force Battalion Telegram. So definitely check into that that whole thing. So so thankful for uh, these wonderful patriots uh, getting the truth out. Now I want you to see this one. This is. The, the, if you haven't seen this video, you have to see this video um, where someone was putting in the comment section for John F. Uh, Barbie Kennedy Jr. to touch his nose if um, he, uh, if JFK Jr. is alive. You see this right here? Touch your nose if JFK Jr. is alive. And they got the little bunny ears right there, okay? So he's having this conversation. And so he, he sits up, he looks, he reads it, touches his nose. So, why else would he do that? Why else would he do that? And uh, yeah, I need to actually pull another another thing for you because I, I need to I need to show this other thing to you. I have the magazine. I actually I need to go and get the magazine and actually show it to you. You know what? I'm going to do that because I, I think you'll really enjoy it. Hold on, real quick. I'm gonna say pause. Hold on. I'll be right back. Okay, I've got it right here. You see this right here? This is the magazine I've had on my coffee table for five years. This is the JFK magazine, JFK Jr. 20 year memorial uh, special. It's the George magazine. And so it, if you look here, you'll see he's on the front. Okay. But I'm going to show the you know, 20 year. Yeah. When they came out with this, I'm like, I've got to find this. It was not easy to find, but I did. I found it. Okay. On page 13, you will see, of course, this is what he looked like when he was young. Okay. About the time of his supposed death. Okay. That's what he looked like. And he, he put out the magazine, George magazine back in the day. Okay. And everyone thought it was about George Washington, but it was about George Bush, in my opinion, and George W. Anyway, so here is the magazine that he put out and here he is in here, but that's not them, him then. That's him now. That's him now, y'all. This is on page 13. Let me see if I can show you whatever it is. <laughs> yeah, there it is, page 13 of this magazine. And he's he's flipping them off. <laughs> but the point is, there's this whole thing playing is going on. There's no doubt about it. You know, why else would he would they put a current picture of an age progression picture, except that he is alive? And it's okay, so now you've got him touching his nose saying that he, yes, he is alive. So I'll show that to you. Is extraordinary on so many levels. The Deitch memo, and this this memo, all of the documents that are not, not in the public domain, and the Deitch memo is one of those documents. It was a discovery document that was given to me by Mike Hugo. <laughs> there you go, there you go. The famous nose touch that he's uh, saying he's alive, no doubt about it. So we'll we will see how this all plays out. So don't worry if you think, oh, well, why is Bobby Kennedy going against Trump? This is all part of the plan, and the biggest part is to expose this. Now, if you noticed last week, they uh, uh, ABC uh, silenced what uh, what a presidential candidate said because he was talking about the jab, and of course, Big Pharma wants to run our elections now, and so that is against the rules against the law. Uh, I think it's the Hatch Act, maybe not the Hatch, some kind of act. That's It's no bueno. You cannot control what a presidential candidate says. The people need to know what that where that person's coming from, what they believe, for, you know, for good or bad. And so they've been, this CIA, and it, the CIA works in the media, they have been controlling these elections for a very, very, very long time. But this whole thing is going to be very interesting because they're not going to want to have, have debates and all that. But these men are going to be shouting out truth like you've never seen before. And that for the masses to hear, and, and, and maybe they can't hear it from President Trump, but they can hear it from Bobby Kennedy Jr. It's amazing. 
right? Because they start, they don't want to hear a word out of the mouth of Biden. And so, you know, this is going to go like wildfire really well. This, this truth really, and you know, we, that's our job is to push this out. Whatever he has to say in his presidential campaign, we have to get the truth out every which way that we can, because we know that the media is going to try to filter it, censor it and stop it. Okay. So I want you to see that. Now, the next thing is, um, this is so good. Oh my goodness. There's so much, so much wonderful information out there. And I just, I, I don't even know. I sometimes like, I, I have to share this too. This is from Monica Crowley. She's talking about the Watergate and what happened then. And again with the CIA and how they were, uh, uh, railroading Nixon because he was trying to put a stop to what they were doing in in Vietnam and, and all these places and so that's what she's talking about so so great she's such a she's such a great spokesperson so check this out too I'm the only one who now understands it because I am their number one target but make no mistake I'm just one guy and Nixon. they can try to take me out but their ultimate goal is to remove you as a political force in this country. Oh, I'm sorry, Trump. It is very important that he articulates this so our fellow deplorables out there really absorb and understand what we're up against here. And yes, Donald Trump is indispensable to this fight, Steve, as you are, as the entire war room posse is. But Donald Trump is just one guy. And we saw in the four years, four years, not nearly long enough to take this on. But they have to remove him because they know that his goal is to remove them. And so they've got to try to preempt him coming back. He is an existential threat to the entire corrupt ruling class, both here and abroad, and their absolute grip on power. And therefore, he must be destroyed before he can summon all of us, marshal all of us, and destroy them. Let's talk about what a second term in a second, but I want to go back to Nixon. Um, and, and one of the connective tissues of the through line here is that the our elites and even the Uniparty then started to hate hated Nixon early on. Yes. I mean, you mentioned Daniel Patrick Monaghan. He brought Daniel Patrick Monaghan to be head, I think, of the Domestic Policy yep. Council. And the, one of the trade-offs he was going to make, because Nixon was not a right-wing conservative when it came to domestic policy. Right. People might say he was quite enlightened as far as the elite. In fact, with Daniel Patrick Monaghan, we're going to do a lot of things on the domestic side so I can be, have more free reign on the international side. But they always hated Nixon. And the reason they hated Nixon, you've got to go back to the beginning of the story. They hated Nixon, the administrative state did at the time, because he was a firebrand anti-communist. Yes. And particularly a firebrand anti-communist not he didn't make his bones on anti-communism overseas. He made his bones with anti-communism inside not just the United States, but inside the United States government at the highest levels. Alger Hiss, they never forgave him because Alger Hiss was the poster child for the Atlanticist elite establishment. And the communist infiltration. And the communist infiltration. Yes. And he it was Nixon who and it's not just getting even a Whitaker chamber or something like that. It's not getting some uh Grundoon uh, you know, working class or middle class, you, you, he went and got the thing itself, which is the, the country being sold down the river and, 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 and traded out by the elite in this country. And that's why they hated Nixon and never forgave him. That's why they hate Trump and will never forgive him. That he, so he's saying he was going against the communists in America. He was not concerned, you know, yes, about communists outside, but mostly about destroying the communists who had taken over the government. And that she's saying that he, would, he knew he had to destroy it, root and branch, and that's why they had to get rid of him. You'll never hear that on the news, right? Yeah, that's the connective tissue. And I make the argument, and I think there's some tremendous books that are coming out today. In fact, a guy at one of the, I think it's the Dispatch, Plinkowski, I think his name is, uh, I think he just joined Claremont, I think. He's written this thing about how the administrative state took out Nixon and cited five recent books, two of the books by Jeff Shepard. Yes. Which it, and, and they're amazing. You see Watergate in a totally different light than uh, than the what, story that we've been sold. Than Woodward and Bernstein. Yes. Everything yeah. from Deep Throat being Mark Fell to the what uh, Sirica did, the whole situation. Is there a is there a direct connection between Nixon standing up to the elite with the Alger Hiss being the hardcore anti-communist of which Jack Kennedy was one of his buddies, yes. and by the way, very close at the, at the time, and that Bobby Kennedy and Roy Cohn were on McCarthy's staff and were very tight, and Bobby Kennedy was a serious communist, you know, to get him out of the government. Yeah. All these guys were. 
Is that the connective tissue the administrative state hates people that go after these Marxists and go after these communists? Yes, and it's so important that everybody understands the history here. And I, I said it early on that the this began as a KGB operation to infiltrate the United States, grab control of our major institutions and our culture, and destroy us from within. And over time, you know, they did plant a lot of operatives in this country, but over time, there were so many useful idiots here in the country that Soviets didn't need, or the CCP today doesn't actually need real spies or operatives because we're doing it to ourselves. But that history is really important. And Nixon himself traced it back to Alter Hiss, exposing Hiss as a communist spy. And that's Tell us who the entire... For our audience, tell us who Alter Hiss was and why, they, Hiss, why is he such an important figure in American history? Alter Hiss was the consummate establishment figure. Ivy League degrees, I believe, out of Yale, perfectly well-dressed. I mean, when you envision almost a caricature of the establishment figure, that's Alter Alger Hiss with the fedora very close to Franklin Roosevelt. In fact, in one of the famous pictures of uh, the negotiation of the end of World War II, Alger Hiss is right behind Franklin Roosevelt as he is sitting with Winston Churchill and Joseph Stalin. Where? At Yalta. At Where Yalta. Where in Crimea? Where in the battleground exactly. they're fighting out over Ukraine exactly. right now? And Yalta, so by the way, that sold us you know, everything in World War II. We didn't go to Berlin. We didn't go to uh, Vienna. We pulled up Patton and Montgomery, pulled up short after that. Alger Hiss is right there. Yes. And so that is the backdrop, the ideological backdrop to all of this. So when we talk about the deep state and the administrative state, you have to understand that they are operatives of this globalist Marxist revolution that's been going on for over 100 years. Nixon was a staunch anti-communist throughout his entire career. Jack Kennedy was a staunch anti-communist. People forget in the 1960 presidential race, Steve, the two of them were trying to out-hawk each other oh, yeah. on the Soviet Union. Jack Kennedy was talking about how Eisenhower and Nixon allowed a missile gap with the Soviet Union. And so, then Nixon was weak and Eisenhower weak about the islands off of China with right, the CCP. Exactly. They're saying, these guys, are, these guys are not that tough. I'm going to be tougher. Exactly. So Kennedy comes first. Of course, old man Kennedy stole that election from Richard Nixon, but Kennedy comes in first, they get rid of him. Why? Peace is not profitable. War for the military-industrial complex, the Marxists, So you believe profitable. Tucker Carlson and Bobby Kennedy? Okay, so did you catch that? They got, she agrees that the CIA got rid of, of John F.K., a JFK. And because he was trying to put a stop to these wars, and they said, war is profitable. We cannot shut down our money stream. This is why this military-industrial complex, this has to be dismantled, as she said, root and branch. This is what the, President Trump, uh, they know that President Trump is going to destroy them when he gets in. And so that's why, why they have to destroy, they're trying so hard to destroy us, they destroy Trump and, uh, and our movement, okay? It is... It is a, it is a, <laughs> we're in a, a death match here. Okay, it, it's really that, it's that serious. And so understand it will likely get even crazier because they realize that, that he's going to win as the days go by. Okay, so just buckle up. Okay, but we have, what's going to be amazing is when you've got, um, you know, because before they can pit Democrat versus Republican, but if you've got Robert Kennedy Jr., Bobby Kennedy Jr. speaking truth on that side, then it's it's impossible for them to to stop it because he's he's as he, as they were just saying back in the day with Nixon and Kennedy, they were both speaking this anti you know uh, communist rhetoric on both sides, but Democrat and Republican. Okay, same thing is happening here. It's like history is repeating itself, and they felt. Let me just say, say this. They felt the need to take out Bobby Kennedy, uh, I'm sorry, JFK and Bobby Kennedy back in the day. And, you know, the, the difference is this is the day when we will be set free, okay? And don't forget, when you go to, and I'll, I'm going to show you this at the end, but this is the, this is the sign of the Son of Man. This is what the Lord, um, the Lord gave us this sign. So that we would, and I'm going to show you here in a second, how you know that this is, a, this is the end of them, the end times for them. And how do you know this? Because look at the awakening. Have you ever seen such a thing where people are awakening all over the world and not just, you know, the, the difference is we have the ability to fight 
now. Back in the day, maybe you know, during the time of, of JFK and Nixon, people, you, know, you might have known the truth, but how would you get this truth out? Now you can post, I can post, we can, do you know that on just our little channel, just our one little channel, on our one telegram, we're reaching two million a day. Two million a day. Just with that. So that's what's so amazing is when we all team up and work together, they can't, they can't stop us. They've, they've shut us down from all these different platforms, but they can't stop us. We're sharing this every which way we can. And in multiple platforms, we're sharing it by word of mouth. We're telling people via text. We're telling people every which way. We, they didn't have the ability to, to do that. They, they, got, they tried to get this so they would be able to control us and to know what we were doing and to, and to stop us. But it's, it's backfired on them. And now we're using it to destroy them. Okay, we just didn't have the ability to do that back in the day. It's an amazing, we're just living in an amazing, amazing day. So I want you to see that and definitely go and, and search. Um, this is the post, let's see, this is the post right here. When you, okay, just on my Telegram or Getter, or all the different ones, just search the word administrative state or Nixon with Watergate and you'll, and you'll find that. You can watch the whole thing. Um, it's so, so, so good. Now, here's the one I want you to see about Cash Patel, where he's tracing the CIA's election interference through the last three elections. He says, if you look at Exhibit A, B, and C, we have interference, meddling, and all the way to election rigging. This is way back in uh, from Benghazi 20 in 2012, in uh, Russiagate in 2016, and the Hunter Biden laptop in 2020. So I want you to hear what Cash Patel, he's just so amazing. I want, I want to play the whole thing, but I won't have time, but I'll play a little bit. Now, the question is, and it's been posed to Michael Morrell back then, this is what, seven, eight, nine years ago, why did you change key points of data, of intelligence? You, the deputy director of the CIA, knowing it was going to the White House to be utilized to brief the world, essentially, on what happened when a U.S. ambassador and three other Americans were killed. In Benghazi, you know, one of the most uh, horrific attacks in modern U.S. history on Americans. So I think some of our audience might ask, well, why would he do that? Why would he take out Al Qaeda and any references to that? Because as you recall, Jan, and maybe some of our audience doesn't, is originally the Benghazi attacks were not styled as a terrorist attack, as it was first reported. And that's what the Obama administration wanted out there, that it was not a terrorist attack. Yet, the Obama intelligence community had absolute intelligence at the time of the reporting to show it was an Al-Qaeda-related terrorist attack. And of course, it's now since been investigated, prosecuted to show just that. So why would he do that is a, is a great question, but one that can only be answered tragically in terms of politics, because he wanted to fit a political narrative that the people in charge of the U.S. government wanted out there. And so he did it, and he shouldn't have done it. Exactly. This is so important to understand how they have manipulated what we have heard on the news. And so, you know, and, and those of you who are on our channel who are outside of America, I, I, you know, I think in the past you've thought, well, what's wrong with the American people? Why are they? It's just because we were lied to so bad. And, you know, from just everything was, was, was used for, through the CIA controlled media to trick us into and to control us into uh, to doing whatever they want us to do and to approve going into here or going into there, you know, going in and, and fomenting these wars. We, we just, we were duped and, and lied to so dramatically. The great news now is with the Great Awakening, we can get the truth out and we don't have to buy into what is told to us on the mainstream media. Thank you so much, Lord. So, all right. So I want you to see that. I would really encourage you to watch uh, uh, all of that entire interview because he's, he's breaking down, uh, you know, how they have been rigging these elections, not just starting with President Trump, but all the way back to Benghazi and then, you know, this Russia gate, the, the 51 CIA uh, uh, operatives, how they lied about about you know, President Trump being a Russian operative. Um, the, uh, and then, of course, the Hunter Biden laptop, how they said, oh, no, it's, it's Russian disinformation. This is how they do it. This is how they've been doing it all these years. So that was so, so great. So this is the, this is the sign of the Son of Man. Our Lord Jesus said that when you see the sign of the Son of Man, you will see the Son of Man coming in power, and all the earth will mourn, and you will, he will send forth his angels with a mighty trumpet blast to gather his chosen ones from the four corners of the earth. This is 
the sign of the Son of Man. You notice here, this is a woman in labor. The Old Testament calls it 18 times the woman in labor. And so you see that she is, quote, giving birth. And it's delineated in Revelation chapter 12, verses 1 and 2. Oh, that's not what I wanted to do. <laughs> what did I do? I wanted to make it bigger. I wanted to make it bigger. And what did I do? Okay, hang on real quick. Oh, good. Yeah, maybe I better make it. There we go. It's back. Um, so, if you look here, I'll read it out to you exactly in Revelation chapter 12, 1 and 2. The only way someone can understand the book of Revelation is that they understand biblical astronomy. You can, you know, people have, and really the deep, deep church has pulled here and pulled information here to use it just like they, the CIA has done with the media to, to control the narrative. And so that's what I, you know, when the Lord first said, I want you to sit down, I'm going to help you to understand Revelation. I just couldn't stop until I understood it. I realized that we had, I had to just throw out everything that we had been taught. Okay. But this was a sign that I had seen and I thought, you know what? I, this I think is, is a, is a, it's like an alarm clock. Sorry. An alarm clock that has, has uh, been ding, ding, ding saying this is the kickoff to the Great Awakening and the Battle of Armageddon because when we're awake, what do we do? I've got to fight. I've got to find something I can do to help. All right, so here it is in Revelation 12, verses 1 and 2. There appeared a great wonder in heaven. You see this over and over and over in the book of Revelation. You see, it says, you'll see these great wonders in heaven. Here is like the, the number one wonder in heaven. It says, a woman clothed with the sun, and the moon under her feet, and upon her head a crown of twelve stars. Let me first just mention to you, in the Maseroth, which is the biblical word for the, um, for the, the zodiac, there's only one woman. You've got Orion, you've got Taurus, you've got all these different signs. These are biblical signs, biblical, and each one of them represents a tribe of Israel, okay? But you only you only have one woman, and it's Virgo. It represents the tribe of Naphtali, and so this woman is is uh, you know you see in this picture she's clothed with the sun. The sun is on her shoulders. The moon is there under her feet. You you can look seven thousand years prior, and you will never find this exact sign. I have looked literally. They're like this has happened before. No, it has not. There are some that are similar, but not exact, okay? And so the, the, the Lord Jesus called this the, son of, the sign of the Son of Man because of this one other key feature. And you'll notice in her belly, you've got something going on in there, and she's in labor to be delivered, uh, as it says here. And, and she, being with child, cried, travailing in birth and pain to be delivered. So Virgo, I'm sorry, Jupiter entered into this middle area of her uh, parallelogram or whatever you call it, and it, it was there for 42 weeks, which is an exact gestation period. It was there for 40, just like it shows on this, on this beautiful picture, for 42 weeks, and it did a loop. If you haven't seen this, definitely go to freedomforce.live. Just research this, biblical astronomy. You'll research the, the sign of the Son of Man, and I will show you exactly from Stellarium how this happened. But it was there, and it entered uh, on the day President Trump was elected. And then it did a, a loop of exactly 42 weeks, and then it, um, then, it, then it made this exact sign, September 23rd, 2017. So this is the sign. The Lord Jesus told us this is the sign of the Son of Man. She's giving birth. This, she's giving birth to a son. And, and she's giving birth to this kingdom. And there's no doubt about it that the Lord, just like he gave us the Bethlehem star when our Lord Jesus was being born, he's given us this sign of the Son of Man, also called the woman in labor, for this great day. And so that we would know for sure that this is not something that's going to happen far into the future this is happening now how do we know that because of the awakening he, and i'm going to read to you some of the portions in isaiah where it said where it says that what will happen when you see this sign and i've already told you three things will happen you'll see the son of man coming in power you that all the earth will mourn 
and, all, and he will send forth his angels with a mighty trumpet blast to gather his chosen ones from the four corners of the earth. That's Matthew chapter 24. So he said uh, that he would gather us. Why? So that we would fight. So he would awaken us and that we would fight. Oh, the other thing I was going to say is you see the 12 stars? Um, Leo is always above her head, and but it's always nine stars for Leo. But on this particular day, September 23rd, 2017, the kickoff to the Great Awakening, this was um, uh, three other stars came into alignment, Ver uh, Mercury, Mars, and Venus. And so that created the 12 stars that you see right there. This is how we know this is it. This is a, we're not going to descend. We're going to destroy their, all, all these evildoers. Now, so when you search, let me see if I can find a way that you can see this a little easier. When you go to BibleGateway.com and you search woman in labor, this is your results, 1 through 18, woman in labor. They were gripped with terror and writhed in pain like a woman in labor. Who is this talking about? If, if when you when you go into it and read the, the whole passage, it's not us in terror. It's the deep state. It's the administrative state. It's the it's the criminal cabal, whatever you want to call it. Babylon. Uh, Babylon is not America. That is another lie. America is is uh, the Omer. Oh, and that just reminds me. I wanted to show you this. This is the the starting the fourth week of the counting of the Omer. This is the fourth week and the first day of the counting of the Omer. So that's, we have, we completed seven weeks yesterday. So that's uh, 21. And then today is 22. And we are the Omer, Omerica. And we are the ones that are the Lord, the, the bundle of grain, like Joseph's bundle of grain that is being used, the amber waves of grain, um, that we are being used to, um, to set the world free. Okay, so this is, and you know, so many people, you know, are longing to have that freedom, and that we in America have been told that we have it. <laughs> I haven't felt like it. If you remember in uh, Leviticus twenty three and twenty four, it talks about the wave offering, the waves, the waves of grain. This is this golden bundle of grain, and at the fiftieth day is the of uh, the counting of the Omer is the jubilee, and that one day uh, it'll be it'll be uh, announced that all the uh, the captives will be free, and the and the debts will be will be. Uh, canceled. Hope that's this year. Who wants that too? <laughs> Everybody does. All right, so look at this. It's gripped with terror as a woman in labor. This, again, is the woman in labor. It's uh, Isaiah 13, verse 8. I wanted you to see this one. I think I think I pulled it over. Oh, no. Let's see. I didn't, did I not pull it over? No, okay. Maybe I can play it for you. I don't know if I can play it in here, but when, I'm, well, do you know what I can do? I can read it. Let me just do it like this. Isaiah chapter 13, verse 8. This is a message from Babylon. Isaiah, son of Amos, received this message concerning the destruction of Babylon. <coughs> Babylon is this new world order. Babylon is this new, uh, this, uh, this criminal cabal. Raise a signal flag on a bare hilltop. Call up an army against Babylon. Wave your hand to encourage them as they march into the palaces of the high and mighty. That's us, you guys. That's us that we are marching in this battle. And we're, we're marching even into the palaces of the high and mighty because they see that we are we are posting this truth about them. They see that, that, uh, that we're getting millions and millions of views. They see that we are not stopping that, you know, and they realize that, that we're, we are on to what they're doing and they're on to their lies, whether it's the CIA or, you know, whatever it is, we are exposing it about the, the, all their crimes. And so encourage them as they march into the palaces of the high and mighty. I, the Lord, have dedicated these soldiers for this task. That's what you have been chosen for this. You are dedicated for this task. You, yes, I have called mighty warriors to express my anger and they will rejoice when I am exalted. Aren't we though? We are rejoicing that the truth is coming out. Yes, it's daunting sometimes to hear these things, but we are rejoicing that this is, uh, the truth is finally coming out and that we're going to be set free from them. Hear the noise on the mountains. Listen to the vast armies march. That's us. It's the noise and shouting of many nations. The Lord of heaven's armies has called this army together. That's exactly what I was just quoting to you. When you see the sign of the Son of Man, he will send forth his angels with a mighty trumpet blast to gather his chosen ones uh, from the four corners of the earth. We have been gathered, and not that we moved somewhere. I still live in the same place, and you do too, but we are all gathered to fight worldwide. 
an amazing thing, where this army, we've been gathered uh, together to fight in this great battle of Armageddon. They come from distant countries, from beyond the farthest horizons. They are the Lord's weapons to carry out his anger. With them, he will destroy the whole land. Scream in terror, for the day of the Lord has arrived, the time of the Almighty to destroy. This is what it's talking about. When you see this sign, is this is the time for the Lord to destroy. Look at what it says here. Every arm is paralyzed with fear. Every heart melts and the people are terrified. Pangs of anguish grip them like those of a woman in labor. How about that? That's exactly what it says. And basically in every one of them where it talks about the woman in labor, it's talking about they're in, they're in terrified in great anguish and fear and panic because they realize this army is against them and that we will destroy them and there is nothing they can do to stop it. That's that's what's happening. As, as it says, pangs of anguish grip them like those of a woman in labor. Yeah, that's, that's a funny way of the, for the Lord to put it because you don't really think of you know, when you're having a baby, you're not thinking you're in pangs of anguishing, you know, gripped with terror. It, but but it's a, it is something that cannot be stopped. I can attest to that. I've had three babies, and when this when the labor pains start, there's nothing that can stop it. It's going to, you're going to have that baby, and there's <laughs> there's no stopping it, and you have to go through it, right? And it's a it's a it's a, it's labor because it's a lot of hard work. I had I had three, and I know it was a lot of work. They looked helplessly at each other, uh, their faces aflame with fear. For see, the day of the Lord is coming, the terrible day of his fury and fierce anger. There you go. This is what's <coughs> what's happening. They are in fear because the Lord is have his great anger against them for their crimes against humanity. And they have followed the evil one to do this evil on in the earth intentionally and this is what the Lord is, is going to punish them for what they have done to the people. He's, he is extremely furious and fierce anger. Okay? So I want you to see that. If you want to see more about this one, these are primarily the ones that I was talking about. The 18 one, um, times where it talks about the woman in labor is from this book, Major Clues from Minor Prophets. End times, Major Clues from Minor Prophets. It's $2.99 on Amazon, or you can get the paperback, which I think is uh, $8.99. It's a very, very inexpensive books, but but they tell you the, the truth about what they hid from us. We were t We had these minor prophets all these years, and they never really, focus on them but this is the truth this is the, the wonderful truth is that they told us that this day would come and when we would see the sign of the son of man the woman in labor and we would this would be the day when we would join together we would awaken and we would fight and we would destroy them and we would enter into a thousand years of peace that's what that's what the this is the, the truth about this yes and so the other the, the first one I wrote was end times and, and a thousand years of peace that decodes all the untangles all the lies that they told us about end times and that we had to escape and all that we're not going to escape his kingdom will come his will be done on earth as it is in heaven and then here's the one just my most recent one which is the uh, this is biblical. Uh, so many Bible stories are playing out before our eyes, and I, I pulled 17 of them, and w one of my favorites is where the Lord Jesus even told us. He said that just like in the days of Noah, they won't know what hit them until the flood comes and washes them all away. We are seeing this flood. We're seeing the Red Sea part. We're seeing our Samson uh, bringing down these, these, these two giant columns of the church and the state to destroy them on their heads. We're seeing uh, our David uh, destroying this new world order Goliath. All that is in this book. So you can get all, all three of them. And I have I actually have audiobooks on the first two. Not on the biblical one yet. So, uh, eventually I will. Okay, next thing I want you to see is our courageous, unstoppable Mike Lindell. I cannot even believe this. Of course, you know, now that, that um, Fox News made a settlement with Dominion because they're in bed with them. They're in cahoots with them, okay? Now they're so, saying, yes, now we're going against Mike Lindell for all the lies that he has, okay, that he has said about us. The leftist arbiter, arbitrators rule against Mike Lindell to pay $5 million settlement. This is what the arbitrators did. 
Mike Lindell is under extreme attack. So let's continue to be in prayer for him and for and, and also to help to support him any way any which way we can. Go to go to frankspeech.com so that you can learn how you can get paper ballots hand counted in your county. The man won't stop. He just won't stop at all. And uh, so I'm sure, you know, he's, he's appealing this, but that's what they are doing. They're trying to bully. They're trying to cajole. They're trying to threaten. They're trying to put, you know, put someone in bankruptcy. And he, but he, look at this. He won't stop. He just will not stop. And, and that they, they realize that all of us are that way. We won't stop until they are destroyed. And so that's, we're in this, this, uh, this battle of Armageddon. That's what this is all about. Yeah, they're wanting five million from him. So hopefully, you know, this will eventually get to the Supreme Court, and they will overrule that. I don't even know this this uh, Dominion and uh, Smart Magic or Smartmatic. Yeah, that's what it came up as when I was typing it in. Smart. It, I start. I typed in Smartmatic, and it came up as Smart Magic. What does that tell you? It's like they're hocus pocus to to steal our elections. We have to get this settled. We have to get our elections back because we can't have another election stolen from us. So let's all go and support Mike at, at frankspeech.com. Let's to support him uh, so that he knows that we're behind him every step of the way. Definitely go and get some sheets, some pillows, some blankets, some some shoes, all kinds of different things. Uh, he's got some really great sales going on over there. So go to mypillow.com. Um, MyPillow.com slash Melly, M-E-L-L-Y, and he's got up to 80% off, and so let's just let him know that we stand with him and stand behind him. Oh, here was the one I told you I had. I knew I had it. There's the one I read to you from Isaiah chapter uh, chapter 13, but uh, this is the promise. This is the promise of the Lord that we will destroy them. This is the day it is happening. We are part of this great army. It's an amazing thing. We have so many wonderful leaders in this army. Our wonderful President Trump, Bannon, uh, uh, JFK, I'm sorry, uh, Bobby Kennedy Jr., and even JFK Jr., actually. All these who are in here in the fight, just watch. Just watch and see. Some uh, we got amazing things that are going to be happening. And as I said at the, at the beginning, and I agree with Tim Pool, all of our dreams will come true. It's true. It is true. And, and they will be gone. The Bible says that we will look for our enemies and we will not be able to find them. Oh, thank you, Lord. And we have lived to see the day. And so I want to pray for you, that the Lord will provide for you, that he'll protect you, and that he will continue to, to guide you every step of the way. Lord, thank you. We praise you that you have revealed this truth to us, that you have handpicked us to be in this amazing battle. And so, Lord, we, we praise you. We thank you that you have uh, spoken to us and we've heard you and that we're so thankful that we're part of this um, this fulfillment of your of your promise. You, you sent forth your angels with a mighty trumpet blast and you gathered us from the four corners of the earth. It's an amazing thing. Thank you, Lord, that you've revealed to us this sign so that we know this is the great day and it's the end times for them and a thousand years of peace for us. Thank you, Lord. We pray for our wonderful president. We pray for all those who are on the front lines. We pray for um, Bannon and, and Mike Lindell and um, uh, Bobby Kennedy Jr. and all on my Freedom Force Battalion. I pray that you will strengthen each one of us, guide us, protect us from any onslaught from the enemy. Don't let any uh, weapon formed against us prosper. We pray that you'll uh, provide every need. We pray that you'll you'll give us that uh, confidence and that peace, and that uh, that we'll hear directly from you what exactly you would have us to do each day, and give us joy in believing and in following after you. We pray all this in your wonderful name, King Jesus. Amen. I love you guys so much, and I will talk to you later.